Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. on today's Food, Wine, and Travel show with the International Food, Wine, Travel Association is Douglas McKenzie. He's a director of the media relations at Visit Phoenix in the beautiful Sonoran Desert. Phoenix is the capital of Arizona. you got to go there. Check it out. Go to visitphoenix.com. I mean, the desert. Arizona mm. has a desert, but it is also beautiful with wildflowers in the spring, and um, the desert is beautiful. It's our friend. It really is. And, and we, we haven't seen the desert for a year now. And so we're kind of a little homesick. Uh, so we're really excited to have Doug back on the show. Welcome back, Doug. How are you? Well, thank you for inviting me to the show. We're great out here. Cool. Oh, that's good. Tell me, tell me, what does it look like? Because, you know, Nancy and I, since we talked with you last year, I think we were almost on the same day, like, you know, February last year, 2000, right before the real pandemic thing hit, right? You were on the show. Um, and it was Deborah from City Pass uh, on our show with IFTWA, the IFW, TWA, everybody. Um, and I remember we were in the desert, in the high desert. We had just started back on our tour again. And um, I just, you know, your area at this time of year, it's got to be like, it's the best. <laughs> it's the best. We are just loving it uh, compared when we look at all the uh, uh, polar vortex going in our northern latitudes friends up north and back east we've been having some yeah. wonderfully sunny days in the 70s and gorgeous sunsets at night oh. and what oh. um, i love about this time of year is that um, our citrus are just about ready you can walk down neighborhoods and smell the pungent uh, fresh smell of grapefruit and oranges and lemons nice. really that's oh, you know what i want to tell you i understand now about snowbirds Nancy and I, we were in Madison, Wisconsin for December and a little bit into January. And there's a difference between snow shoveling in California or Arizona and snow shoveling there and (laughs) ice. And I'm not saying it's bad, but I understand is what I'm saying. (laughs) I understand why uh, some folks want to get down into some warmer climates like Arizona I always call them sun seekers, but yeah, snowbirds, sun seekers. Um, I get it. It, you know, it, it's a, it was a, a new thing for us to learn. And um, I was just like, oh my gosh, the sun is different there. It's not the same as, and I'm not knocking it because every place has its beauty, but I get it. The sun can come out, but it doesn't have that warming effect. You know what I mean, Doug? Uh-uh. <laughs> we, 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 we felt oh, it's, a little uh, homesick. <laughs> 
It's our friend. You can definitely leave your parkas behind when you visit here. Oh, man. So when did the wildflowers start? Uh, We had a couple of rains around the holidays, so they will really start blooming in just a few weeks, probably about uh, mid-March. They'll be... Mm. uh, uh, wonderfully blooming. The cactus will be blooming. It's a uh, it's a wonderful time of year when all of our uh, our flowers are just uh, look so gorgeous. One of my favorite um, places to visit is the Desert Botanical Garden, mm-hmm. and they have so many types of cactus that in the springtime are blooming, and they even have uh, once a month flashlight tours at night, so you can even see all of the cactus. Uh, uh, during the evening hours and that sort of special as well. But I, I love it down there. I'm usually there about once a month just to oh. see the different types. There's so many cactus. We cool. haven't done that yet. One of our travel yeah, writers, Eva Eldridge, went wrote an article, did an interview with us, and I'm like, no, this, I'm, we need to go personally. So that's definitely when we head back west, that's a place we want to go to. Because the one thing, too, Doug, it, it is – that the desert is really a year-round destination um, that I think that we forget about. We think about the desert in the winter as a great destination to get away from the big snows and everything. However, it is year-round, right, for folks who may want to come out in the summer. Um, It definitely is year-round. In the summer, we have such good um, value rates at our many resorts. And, uh, you know, if you have kids or family, they have so many pools and water slides and things to do. And early in the morning, it's wonderful to be um, outside with uh, sports and hikes and uh, at night for uh, outdoor dining when uh, everything is, uh, is gorgeous during the evening with, um, with just some of our uh, misters out. And uh, what you're not going to find is the, um, uh, is the deep humidity you would find on the East Coast in the Midwest in the summer. So it's uh, it's a wonderful place to uh, to visit year round. Mm. And and of course the last time we spoke it was right before the COVID thing happened and then COVID and and you know everybody's been hit in a different way. Um, so if you can, I know everything can change and that's the thing. So everybody always go to the website, call before you go, uh, go to visitphoenix.com, but. Um, what are some of the things, I mean, are hotels, restaurants open? Where are we on, on what people can do um, and keep social distance? Because I know that's still important right now. Uh, well, we uh, certainly encourage, um, you know, safety first uh, during this pandemic. Um, but we have uh, so many of our restaurants uh, already have outdoor dining. So, mm-hmm. uh we have done outdoor dining yeah, for decades, so yeah. that's um, a wonderful respite. It's not something new or it's not something that, you know, we put on a street or something, but it's wonderful patios and, and views of the mountains and the desert. So um, that's that's wonderful. Some indoor dining is, is open now at a limited capacity, but uh, dining outside, uh, I just uh, had dinner a few nights ago outside, and it was just wonderful. Um, the hotels or occupancy uh, levels uh, are going to be um, less than uh, full uh, occupancy because of um, the pandemic. But so many of our resorts 
are uh, really one and two story type structures and mm-hmm. the doors open right out into the desert with the different casinos and things. So for the most part, you're not in a tall uh, hotel where you have to um, go up and down an elevator and enclosed hallways. You mm. open the door and you're really outside in the desert. So that's mm. very, um, very healthy. And we're an outdoor city. Uh, people are enjoying our desert. We have so many hiking trails um, to, uh, to hike throughout the desert. Um, golf is certainly um, a big, big, wonderfully um, safe and socially distant sport that many people are, um, uh, are getting back to and enjoying golf. Uh, certainly mm. horseback riding and uh, all of our uh, desert activities are just uh, perfect for a, um, for a safe and socially distant visit. I know, in the desert, I mean, the hiking, I mean, even when we lived in Tucson, it was just so beautiful to get up early in the morning. You, listen, you can, the, the desert, you just change your rhythm, you know? Mm-hmm. You get up early in the morning, you see these sunrises that you just, that's something I kind of miss. Like, I, you know, we'd be in Louisiana, Doug, and I'm like, I'm getting up at 4 or 5 in the morning, and everyone looks at me like I'm nuts. I'm like, well, I want to get out there for the sunrise, and there's, it's, there's nothing you can't even photograph. There's so much humidity. <laughs> like, I don't understand this. <laughs> like, take me, take me home. No, not really. We really had a good time, but it was it. There's something about getting up really early. It's beautiful, even in the summer. You know, to get out there. Uh, the wildlife is still around at that time. You will see deer, and um, it, you know, depending on where you are, um, and just different wildlife. I mean, even Gila monsters, if you're lucky, and things. Uh, Kawadis, depending on where you go, the the wildlife to me it's so cool. If you go out super early in the morning, see that sunrise that will just you know throw you down on the floor. It's so beautiful, and then you you know go out maybe you know shop or golf or do what you're saying, but you have siesta time, which is margarita time too. You know we can do that, have a little outdoor time. You just our rhythms change a little bit in the desert, and it's beautiful. And I also want to say the summer is one of the most underrated places of the desert. The monsoon season is insanely cool. If, if you watch a monsoon storm, there's nothing like margaritas in a sunstorm. I mean, a, 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 a monsoon storm. I, I, I miss those. Those are awesome. Those are uh, very special uh, with, um, with our nice rains. And then you can uh, certainly smell the mesquite and the Palo Verde trees that brings it out. And uh, a nice uh, dappling of, uh, of rain will uh, cool things down, and uh, then choose one of our many places to uh, to have a very tasty margarita. Mm-hmm. I know it's cool. But so you bring think... sunsets and sunrises are uh, just uh, gorgeous beyond description with turquoise and and orange and reds, and and uh, mm. it really is um, a picture perfect sunrise or sunset. I was going to ask, um, what about swimming? Is that something that you can do in places, or is that social distance? I, swimming and um, the festivals, because I know normally you have festivals and baseball and everything, so I know some of that may be curtailed, just so people you know know to plan on doing something different if they need to. Mm-hmm. 
Well, um, I would say almost all of the hotel pools are open and they've, um, you know, socially distanced the uh, the lounge chairs and the seating and the capacity in the pools to uh, to make it um, uh, more comfortable for everyone. Uh, most of our large uh, gatherings have been uh, postponed uh, currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are planning some spring training, but going through some uh, talks right now on the limit of fans that can attend each game. So those will be limited. We just had our our Phoenix uh, Open, uh, the Waste Management Open Golf Tournament, and that was open but to a um, reduced number of, of fans. So mm-hmm. some of our events are still going on. Uh, but you have the chance to um, uh, to be socially distanced and visit things like our farms, um, our peach farm. That's going to um, peach season is going to happen in about a month, where hmm. you can go pick peaches uh, by the bucket and have fresh peaches. Um, I like going to the olive farm, and they have uh, 20 different types of olive oil. And a nice outdoor oh, cool. dining area, and you can try different olive oil and olive oil tasting with the olive trees. So there certainly is a variety of um, outdoor activities that um, that really make for a um, visit to our destination. How, how are your wineries doing? Because I know the region. I mean, Arizona has amazing wine. I know people may not think that, but listen, desert and wine have been going hand in hand since ancient times. Uh, so, I mean, does wine play into any of this for Phoenix? I know it's kind of around the corner from you, but you're talking about peaches and oranges and citrus that, you know, people may not realize is out in the desert, but, you know, it is, it's there, um, but, but wine. Oh, it is. We have more than um, yeah, 80 vineyards, uh, and uh, a lot of them are in southern Arizona and then uh, mm. only about an hour and a half away in Cottonwood. Uh, where you can uh, take a wonderful tour of the vineyards and uh, stay outside and do some wine tastings. Uh, they have some wine tasting rooms here in Phoenix as well, uh, if you don't oh, want to travel cool. that far. But it's it's fun to see the vineyards. But they also have wine tasting rooms here from and bring the, um, the grapes and the wines right to you here so you don't uh, have to travel as far. And they... Uh, most of them have outdoor seating as well, and certainly some of the, uh, the wines are just uh, just wonderful and refreshing. Uh, the other thing, too, is social distancing. One thing we've noticed is, and it's actually something we have going with our Love Your Park store as we travel the country in our tour, is we're documenting parks, community parks. We, as soon as COVID hit, we were, like, glad we're sharing community parks because people realize the importance of them. Um, no matter if you're a visitor or not, um, but we also were talking about public art and people doing public art walks or driving from, you know, to see the different pieces of art became something almost like a treasure hunt for people as an activity that is social, you know, a social distance activity. What's Phoenix like in regards to public art and things that people can experience in the arts and, you know, stay safe? Um, what is um, very um uh, a wonderful piece, uh, pieces of public art is in our downtown uh, section of uh, Phoenix called Roosevelt Row. And we uh, have many blocks of uh, 
Latina X type um, murals uh, that are on the sides, the buildings and all outside. And, and you can leisurely walk uh, and visit all of the wonderful, wonderful murals that are in downtown Phoenix and uh, some of our art and sculptures that, uh, that are outside. So it's a, it's a wonderful way to experience uh, public mm. art uh, while staying socially uh, distanced. Well, I like too because it tells the history, you know, it tells the culture of a place. Public art does, you know, and I think it's it's great for the artist, you know, it's great for the the community, it's great for the visitor. It's just I love that in in you know, COVID in a word sucks, right? It's not anything fun that any of us wanted to go through. But we learned about what we can do that we may not have done as much of beforehand. And I think public art is one of those things that everybody kind of went, oh, let's go and do a day drive or go for a walk. Are there walking tours or self-guided walking tours that people can do in the downtown district? I know there's hiking in the great outdoors, but what about the downtown, like the historic areas? I have a friend who um, is a, a gardening expert, actually, and she lives in this, at the, I think it's the historic Coronado district or something, but they have like house tours or something once a year or house walks where you go see all these historic homes. Um, you know, I'm, I know maybe some of those events are gone away, but are there like historic walking tours? Um, there's certainly maps and uh, self-guided tours. Uh, what's very unique um, this month in Black History Month is uh, we do have membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Awesome, wonderful. Um... Uh, very culturally rich murals that celebrate Black History Month as well. Oh, wow. And uh, those are uh, easily accessible uh, through some uh, self-guided uh, maps. Uh, they, uh, yes, they usually do have some house tours, and I'm not sure uh, to what extent they're going to offer them this season. Mm. Um, if they're just going to show off uh, maybe some of their gardens uh, or just limit the amount of people uh, inside. But some of those uh, tours show the uh, historical homes and really the true flavor of, uh, of our, uh, our hmm. Phoenix uh, historical district. Do you have like retro homes? Like I know that modernism week in, in Tucson was such a big deal. Is that for Phoenix too? Do you have that kind of architecture that goes with the old school resort style like we haven't done downtown we haven't done phoenix at all like nancy and i are, we know the desert land but we like you know i know you're close to the grand canyon and we've driven by through on highways getting from a to b but have not had the pleasure of, of really staying in phoenix yet and experiencing it but the when you talk about architecture what are what what kind of styles are we looking at uh there's certainly the uh, the retro ranch home style Cool. That uh, is is very unique. Of course, um, many places are Frank Lloyd Wright inspired, mm. uh, you know, including the Arizona Billmore Resort. And then uh, his uh, his uh, home uh, that he used to live in called Talius and West, 
uh, here, which is another great place to visit and learn more about Frank Lloyd Wright and see his uh, famous, it's now a UNESCO uh, heritage site cool. uh, for Talius cool. and West. So mm-hmm. that's another great place to visit and learn more about Frank Lloyd Wright. There are oh, cool. so many buildings and things that are Frank Lloyd Wright inspired throughout hmm. uh, the greater Phoenix area. So that's that's very unique. Is there like a national trail for him? We were just in Madison, Wisconsin, and there was like Frank Lloyd Wright. We're here in Biltmore mm-hmm. land in Asheville, North Carolina today. And I'm thinking like we should just do a Frank Lloyd Wright map or something, Nancy, as we travel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that would be kind of cool because it's, it's he went everywhere. But yeah, he did. But yeah, Phoenix, that's what I was kind of thinking. I was like, I, I was for sure that Phoenix was on the like a map somewhere for architecture. You know, and and getting and and it's something that I think the resort, you know, it's kind of like Palm Springs in a way, right, Doug? With um, the resort culture, and you have that with like movie stars and like John Wayne and everybody coming out to Phoenix. Oh, exactly. Where um, an example is the Arizona Biltmore with their Catalina Pool, where um, Marilyn Monroe spent a lot of time, and uh, we have some other uh, wonderful resorts like the Hotel Valley Ho in uh, Old Town Scottsdale, which is a very uh, retro uh, orange and turquoise look from the Mm -hmm. 50s um, with a Mm -hmm. um, martini-shaped pool. So you're going to definitely find, um, you know, some some wonderful elements of the um, the retro and and great uh, architectural history. Cool. And then the history. I mean, oh, are the museums open? That was the other thing. There are galleries, museums. I mean, where are we on that? I know a lot of places we've been to over the year, the last year here. Um, it's just they've kind of staggered the amount of people going in at the same time. Uh, yes, they um, are. Museums are open with a um, uh, with some guidelines on the uh, how many attendees can can be in at once, but. You know, I love the Heard Museum. It's the largest collection of Native American artifacts um, cool. in North America, and that's a lovely place to visit. The um, the MIM, our musical instrument museum, mm. uh, houses over 6,000 instruments from around I the globe. Awesome. Oh, yeah, that's just go. a great place to visit. They that have, that um, is on my bucket list. That, yeah. that place yeah, yeah, is on yeah. my bucket list for years. We've had friends perform there, Makana and uh, you know, Pete, Nancy, uh, Brendan mm-hmm. Ross, who played with uh, Johnny Clegg. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I, I want to go there so bad. You have no mm-hmm. idea. This, this is, <laughs> I love music instruments and, you know, we're both musicians, so I don't know, but I know a lot of our artists and musicians have performed there and they all say on our radio shows that this is one of the best it's venues. The deal. Yeah. It's a museum, but there's a performance venue. So this is, I think, didn't I think Richie Havens played there once when you Nancy you and I were in Flagstaff and he was doing a tour and we missed both things. But I know. Anyway, you you said Mim. Sorry, <laughs> you get a little giddy around here about that. So one day we'll get there. No, they do have a, a great performance venue. So that's that's one of my favorite places. Um, also, our uh, our butterfly exhibit is yeah. uh, is so unique with um, where you can walk uh, in the. Uh, in the butterfly garden, they even have um, on Fridays butterfly yoga, where you can do yoga what? in the uh, exhibit, and butterflies will land on you, and oh, it's a lot of fun. You can be a butterfly. 
I want to be a butterfly. I do butterfly too. yoga. I know people are doing goats and yoga, goat yoga, goat or something, yoga. but butterfly <laughs> yoga sounds good. That's cool. Yeah. So you've got the art museums, the museums are open. I, you know, Nancy and I've done a lot of gardens uh, this year too, and yeah, they stagger it. But I'm going to say, in a way, it's kind of nicer. Uh, I, you know, but you also want the places to get enough visitors to stay solid and be able to be funded. So um, that's the other thing. I, I don't know how we're all going to, you know, move with all of this, but places do need to have their visitorship, but at least they're not, not having visitorship. You know, I, don't, I just don't know how it's going to happen at the end of the day where it all, I don't know. It's just wherever we can donate to, you know, that's kind of how I look at it too. Um, but yeah. The other thing, you know, as I always say at the end of the day, um, you have the great outdoors in the West, hiking, kayaking, uh, national parks. You have Grand Canyon's not that far from you. Petrified Forest isn't that far either. Yeah. The Sedona Red Rocks are just a couple hours away to visit that. Um, And, uh, of course, the Grand Canyon. And certainly Mm -hmm. we have our state parks. That uh, there are so many uh, hiking trails, so many good mountain ranges to visit that uh, that it's really just uh, just a delight to uh, to be mm. outdoors here. Mm, that's awesome. Well, we we can't wait. We're going to be coming back through the mm-hmm. west this year. We can't wait. You've kind of wet our appetite, and you yeah. said Mim. You said Mim. Yeah. I I I will do anything to get to Mim. We will go there. It's on our list. Has to we'll happen. We'll make it happen for you. Yes. We really cool. want to go. Yeah, you have no mm-hmm. idea how bad. Like, you know, we did. There's a, a, a the um, in Carlsbad, California. There's a right. music museum as well, mm-hmm. and it's amazing too. And it's just like they're rare to find, and it opens your eyes and ears to all these instruments mm-hmm. that you know. You don't you you understand where the oboe comes from, and you understand like Celtic music, you know, because you're Douglas Mackenzie, right? So you know half of your music comes from the Middle East, even though you're Scottish, right, Doug? <laughs> like, well, right. Well, they have a they have a wonderful bagpipe collection there too that I love. Oh, see, so wait a minute. So you're you've got Scottish descent. I'm like, you not only are you Mackenzie, like true Mackenzie in your name, but Douglas. That means you are like pure Scottish, right? So like really with your name, I'm just going to go from there. But when did you get to feel, were you born and raised there? And, and, you know, what do you like about living there? Um, I was uh, born uh, just two hours south in Tucson. Hmm. Uh, Dad was a geologist uh, and came out here to mine copper. Oh, wow. Big copper Hmm. producing state. Right. So uh, I've um, grown up with the cactus at my side for many years. Wow. And uh, it's, uh, it's been a, a wonderful journey to see, uh, to see the state um, grow and, and develop wonderful amenities, uh, so many wonderful resorts, and such a great um, culinary focus, too, because um, of the farms and the citrus and what grows here. So many people can use, um, you know, fresh lettuce from the uh, Western part of the state and all the citrus and, and uh, dairy farms and, uh, you know, the agritourism component is just Mm -hmm. wonderful here. So 
Uh, like when yeah. the peach season comes, every place has peach cobbler and peach margaritas. I was going to say margaritas, yeah. You know, I cool. love that you bring up the farm, and I, you did that too the last time we talked. And I think that's something that people just don't expect about Arizona. You think flat desert. If you've never been there and, you know, maybe not know about it, you'd think of the desert and you see the gumby cactus and that's that. And there's so much more. It's so biodiverse. And each part of the desert is different. And, you know, it's like Tucson is different than Phoenix. Like really night and day if you get to know the desert. And what you can grow in Tucson is not the same in, in Phoenix, but you can, but you can't. You know what I mean? It's like this Something. It's amazing how just that one little temperature drop can be. And, um, I, I, you know, I've, I've watched, um, you know, Arizona Highway segments on Phoenix on uh, PBS and things, and we haven't done a lot in, in your area as much, and, and we will fix that. Uh, we're, getting, we're getting to everything. Our favorite word is yet because, you know, we've got a world to explore. But I always watched about these, you know, farm dinners and farm-to-table in Phoenix, and I was like, I, you know, just driving on a highway, you would never know that about Phoenix when you drive through, that there's farm-to-table restaurants. And from what I know from our friends, too, is that there's a lot of organic, there's an organic movement. There's, it is about eating fresh. And I just, I, I love that you bring that up because I just, I want people to know how diverse desert communities are and how amazing they are. Uh, it's, it's cool. And you get really good food out of them. You know, you really do. Cause I think, I think we understand the ingredients too. As desert people, you know, not to waste either. You, you can't. You know, when something comes in harvest, you get it. Oh, yes. And even, um, you know, we even have how to cook with cactus. Those are uh, mm-hmm. those are good classes. Um, we have a, uh, you know, a wonderful selection of uh, tequila tastings uh, going on, different agaves. Uh, we have, um, you know, just so many of the uh, wonderful ingredients. I know Chef Silvana makes her guacamole with uh, fresh pomegranates. Oh, yeah, that's, a nice huh, that's different for, uh, for guacamole. But that is. Hmm. Wow. Wow. So now, do you have distilleries hmm. in Phoenix? Uh, no. No, no distilleries. Uh, okay. The closest one I think is in Tucson, Xavier Del Okay. Bach. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 But we okay. have a wonderful uh, selection of craft breweries. Uh, in fact, we um, we have one of the very few um, breweries that is uh, run. Um, by Megan Greenwood, one of the first female craft brewer owners uh, well, we like in America. That. We like that. So it's called Greenwood Brewery. So she makes her own uh, wonderful, wonderful uh, craft beers. So that's cool. definitely unique. Hmm. I love this that you you are a Scotsman raised in the desert. I love it because it's I, it goes with our heritage, living in in all kinds of climates and and Africa and everything. It's kind of that that same feel of, of being in a different place, you know, growing up in a different, just in something that's different than what your DNA is. Do you ever, have you been to Scotland? Uh, yes. Yes. Oh, very cool. Yes. Well, you got golf in common, right? <laughs> golf. Oh yes. We have um, over 170 golf courses right around here. In fact, uh, one of our resorts, the Western Kierland has a, um, uh, that's a piper every night at sunset. 
And they have See? a uh, cool. uh, scotch library with uh, about 200 different types of uh, scotch. So that's cool. Oh, well, then who needs a distillery? I want a library that. card. That's, yeah, really. That, I know. That's the best library card, really. That is awesome. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for joining us, Doug, and keeping us informed of what's going on with Phoenix. We really appreciate it. It's, you know, capital city of Arizona. Um, Arizona, everybody, is just an amazing destination. Please put it on your bucket list. As you're doing road tripping across the country, I know a lot of us are road tripping. Um, check it out, right? You're right off the interstate. Without a doubt, so, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. invited. Come visit. Yes, absolutely. Everyone, visit phoenix.com is the place to go. Uh, we want to thank the International Food Mind Travel Writers Association for bringing us these amazing guests onto our show. Uh, and you can keep up with uh, IFTWA, as we say, is ifwtwa.org. And, uh, you know, Doug's on the show, so we're going to play some Arizona music from our friends Michael and Spider. Uh, you can find this music on Amazon Bandcamp. Uh, this is from their album Perfume of Creosote, Desert Exotica 1, because the desert is exotic. It truly is, just like what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And this is called Rock Gardens, Swimming Pools, and Barbecues. So here it is, Rock Gardens, Swimming Pools, and Barbecues. thanks. Thanks so much, Doug. You take care. Take care, everybody. Thanks for joining us here on Big Red Radio. See you on Sunday. 